tuning in to the Unpromised 20s. I'm Angelina. And I'm Brianna. Alexis is unfortunately not with us today, but we have some special guests. Sarah. Howdy. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Thank you. We're pumped to be here. Um, For anyone listening, we actually just filmed a whole podcast on their channel. Yes, indeed. So tune in. We have some exciting things and we are so excited to get started. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to start off with just the basic question. Sounds good. Do you want to explain a little about yourselves? Sure. Yeah. So we're Sarah and Audrey. I'm Audrey. Um, And we have a podcast together called Completely Fucking Clueless. Um, We started working on it like a year ago um, and actually finally launched this past spring. Um, And it's about the name of the show pretty succinctly describes it. It's about not knowing what you're doing in like post-grad early 20s. Yeah, that's a good description. I don't think so. No, I'm Sarah. I'm the other half of Completely Fucking Clueless. Um, Yeah. And you pretty much described the podcast. So I'll describe myself, I guess. Um, I'm Sarah and I'm 24. I live right outside of NYC in Westchester, New York. Um, And I grew up in New York. And then for college, this is how Audrey and I met. We went to Elon University, which is in North Carolina. And we both got our Bachelor of Fine Arts and Music Theater. Hashtag theater girlies. Um, And then we both graduated and had this like crazy, I have no idea what I'm doing with my life moment. And that's kind of how the podcast came to be. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about you? Um, I'm in New York City. Uh, Where'd you grow up? <laughs> Feeding her the questions. <laughs> I'm from Massachusetts and I'm maybe a little wine hungover today because my family drank a lot of wine last night celebrating my cousin's engagement. So I've now had a lot of caffeine and, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're excited to be here. Love that. Um, <laughs> oh, <Audrey>. I try. <laughs> Just kidding. Speaking's hard. What made you guys want to? Well, I know, like, obviously, post grad, you guys are feeling a little confused, but is having a podcast something you guys always talked about, or like, how did this come up? We had never talked about it. Uh, Sarah sent me a random voice memo in August of 2021. Yeah. Being like, hey, would you want to start a podcast? And I was like, that sounds cool. And I wasn't really doing anything. So I was like, sure. But I think we both always were interested in like creating content. Like I, I've yeah. made a couple YouTube videos. Like I think we always liked making things. We liked talking. We liked social media. Um But Sarah was the one who came up with the podcast idea. Yeah, I feel like all of, I, you know, I feel like a lot of younger people, like even the kids I nanny sometimes, they love watching YouTube, but I didn't really grow up like that. Like I was more of like a TV movie gal. And then in college, I got really into watching like YouTube videos about lifestyle and vloggers and all of that kind of stuff. And I think a part of me always wanted to do it, but I felt really afraid of like would people judge me would people actually watch me and also just like being in the music theater program we were in there was simply no time for any of it like I could barely breathe so um I was like you know I texted Audrey I was 
at a job in Indiana performing. And I was sort of just feeling like super uninspired creatively. Like I had had a couple of rough years, like with my mental health. And um, I was literally like, backstage in the middle of like Mm -hmm. act one and act two and I texted Audrey because I was like I had I loved podcasts like at the time I loved listening to the skinny confidential like with Lauren and Michael Bostick and things like that and I was like it'd just be so cool to like have something like that and a piece of advice I had been given by other like theater artists was to have something that's a creatively your own, something that you're in control of where you don't need like a casting director to tell you that like you have the job or whatever. And so Audrey and I have always been super similar in vibe and style. And I was like, I feel like we would be really good on a podcast together. And we'd been like pretty close friends throughout yes. college and got especially close because the pandemic, we were in the same pod. Like we, we were all kind of in pods of like four or five people. And those were essentially the only people we saw senior year, or at least for the vast majority until we got vaccinated. Um, and so we got really close. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how it started. So awesome. I do want to say that your podcast is adorable. Yes. You're Hi, awesome. Thank you. So I'm like, that's such a cute idea. Like, yes. I love that. We find it so much fun. It's we like, so much fun. We decided to, we did a big photo shoot when we launched last year and we decided to do another one this year. And I'm, like, I, we're already so excited. We've got Pinterest boards going. I'm so excited. I saw how you guys like released your podcast. And I was like, oh, I love that. We just were one day, just came in my room and was like, all right, let's record. We're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's either or. Like, I think there are so many people who are successful that, like, have been like, I'm just going to start one. I think, like, we're both very, like, aesthetic people. So I think when it came to, like, the podcast, we were, like, like had so much fun in the planning of, like, the aesthetic of it all, if we're that makes any sense. both big planners. Like, when we were in college, um, there was a lot of stuff that, like, we did as a music theater class. Yeah. And that's where Sarah and I first actually worked together is I was our class's, like, manager and organizer, and Sarah ran our class financials. Um, so we're big planners. I would say my family was very confused. My mom literally told me after we came out with the podcast, she was like, yeah, those first like nine months where you kept saying you were working on the podcast and yet it kept not coming out. I was like, why haven't you released the podcast? What is taking so fucking long? Because we worked on it for like nine months before coming out. Wait, with nine? I feel like yeah. six. I'm bad six. at math. Okay. Um, it was <laughs> so probably closer to six. It was like August to we came out in March yeah and we also had a little bit of a delay because of COVID. the um Omicron variant yes. of COVID we were supposed to release like right in the new year and then Sarah things- got sick I got sick yeah. everything got postponed so mm-hmm. um but I think it ended up working out for the best 100 percent. that's awesome for anyone who hasn't listened to your podcast yet what would be like the one like the one best word to describe mm-hmm. um what you guys have going chaos yeah definitely chaos um trying to think of a a different one um I want to use the word fun but that seems like such a generic (laughs) word because I truly feel like when we get on the mic we just like have a lot of fun um and I think it's a real like honest and vulnerable look into like life um because I do think you know with social media and we do it too like you know 
there is a whole highlight reel aspect of it and you're seeing like the best parts of people's lives. But I think what's so cool about having the podcast is that because, you know, we're just sitting in Audrey's apartment and there's nobody looking at us and whatever, like we're able to get on the mic and just be really real about what's happening in our lives, whether it's great or bad. And I think that offers like a a place of community for people um, who feel like, you know, I'm comparing myself to people on social media, but you know, there's real shit going on under it all. I think the biggest compliment that, or at least the compliment that I've that has really touched me in my heart the most that we've gone from people is they're like, yeah, when I'm listening to the podcast, it feels like I'm hanging out with you. And especially when we get that from friends who know what it's like hanging out with us. Like, yeah. I, I think that's what we want is like, it's sort of like a community and like to, yeah, to, to sort of like weirdly be like a friend. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. Totally agree. Um, so if you could give a piece of advice to someone who may be struggling to find themselves either in their personal life or career-wise, what would you tell them? Hmm. If you're struggling with it, this isn't really fixing the struggle, but I think the thing that changed things the most for me was talking to my friends about it. And it made me realize that I was not the only one struggling. I think I thought that everyone else kind of had their shit together and that I was this complete fuck up. Um, and that I needed, like, I worked very hard to give this presentation that I wasn't a fuck up. Um, and then I started speaking to my friends about it and I realized that we kind of all feel like fuck ups. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I think that helps with the struggle. It doesn't fix the struggle, but it does help making it through the struggle a lot easier. Yeah, I agree. I think we all get like scared to tell people what's really going on in our lives because we're scared that nobody else is going to understand us. But I feel like most times out of 10, it's like people aren't going to understand what you're going through. Um, I would also encourage people to like try new things, you know, kind of like you said, like you may have like never like thought to start a podcast and then you, you just try it. I feel the same way. Like I, a couple years ago, if you would have asked me if I would have tried podcasting or tried like right now I have an internship in social media, like I wouldn't would have been like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I'm in this phase of my life right now where that is what's like, it's drawing me and it's feeling good. And so sort of going along with those feelings and you know, not judging yourself too much from straying from the path that maybe you like had planned all your life you know yeah yeah definitely (laughs) yeah yeah no it's tough like I mean I'll be the first one to say like I literally for like most of my life was like I'm gonna be a performer I'm gonna be on Broadway and then I literally graduated college and was just like I I don't know anymore and and it's really scary and intimidating because you're like I literally only knew how to sing act and dance or that's what I thought um and and then you are like, I think I need to go down a different journey, like at least for right now. Um, and so just like feeling that and owning it and, and being okay with it, because I think it's super normal um, and a lot more normal than I, I thought. And like, even like meeting new people all the time, like literally last week I was having a conversation with somebody in the office and she was like, yeah, I've literally tried like four different jobs in the last like X, Y, Z amount of years, you know? 
I hope that in as like generations go on, it's we can kind of normalize like not knowing because if you think about it, when a lot of us are picking these majors of what we want to be, we have no freaking clue. We're like seventeen. Why is it children? Literally, children. Like you're asking a child to pick what they're gonna do for the rest of their life, and it's like you shouldn't trust children that much. Children's are idiots. I know. <laughs> no offense to children. <laughs> no, but they do put the pressure on you that, you know, by your senior year, you should know what you want to do. And it's like, yeah, even really gone out into the room. into the real world. Yeah. Like you're kind of cooped up in your own little bubble. How are you supposed to know what you want to do for the rest of your life? And then it makes you feel like once you're at this age where you have had the opportunity to experience more of what life has to offer, that like, if you're not doing exactly what you said you were when you were 18, you're falling off somewhere. And it's like, that's not the right at all. No. And I also, as I've gotten older, have realized that, you know, as a kid, you have these hopes and dreams and then you get into the quote unquote real world and there's real responsibilities, Mm -hmm. financial response. I mean, financial responsibilities being the biggest one where I had to like wake up one day and be like, this is the sort of like lifestyle that I kind of want to live. Like, what what job is going to support that you know or being like okay this is the lifestyle I want but this is the job I want and I need to live the lifestyle that's gonna that comes from the income I can make um and you're not really thinking about that at like 17 and 16 when you're choosing your major like I did not think about that whatsoever I was like I'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) wrong (laughs) definitely relatable um we have experienced, I think, like the last couple months since we've taken the podcast, like way more serious. Yeah. Once we're like when we're out, some people will come up to us and they're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I listened to this week's podcast, and it like almost still doesn't feel real that people actually listen, and it's not like just us. Yeah. Um, have you had the opportunity to really interact with any listeners, um, that you know that are like in tuned in the podcast and are listening every week. There are a lot of listeners who listen every week who will interact with like Instagram. We like basically will chat with them every week. Yeah. I think the only ones that have been in person have been people that we already know, but it is very funny when I'll start telling a friend a story and they'll be like, oh no, I already know it. And I'll be like, what? And they're like, I heard you talk about it on the podcast. And I would say it's now made me realize I have a very limited amount of stories and that I... I got to start doing things to get new ones because I'm repeating things to people. Uh, But it's very funny when I'll start telling a story and another friend will finish it for me Um, because I spoke about it on the podcast. I know. It's so cool, like, being able to interact with people that didn't know us before, um, like, through social media who listen now. Mm -hmm. and. It truly, like, I feel like, like, especially the people who interact with us, like, regularly, like, I feel like I've I've gotten to know them. And it's just, like, so cool to know that other people out there are enjoying your content and can relate to it and and are feeling the same things. And, again, like, feeling not alone. And Um, you've created this little piece of the world. Like, it's not a huge community, but, like, we've made this, this little thing and that people enjoy and want to engage in and like has even a small impact on their lives yeah and I think it's really cool like people who we either know close or like acquaintance wise that like tune in every week and are actually like enjoying it because you know your friends like I have some friends that listen to the first couple episodes and then they were like you know didn't really listen anymore but then there's people that 
really like actually enjoy it. And I think that means a lot to me. Um, One of my friend's moms is one of our most diligent listeners. I love that. I love that. (laughs) I I love, it makes me so happy. It's so funny. She's not the person I would have guessed is a really committed listener, but she loves the pod. (laughs) I know. I love that. I also think it's funny, like this week I was at uh, my internship and one of my coworkers let me know that I've come up on their For You page um, quite a bit. I hate it when people bring that up to me. I'm like, that's, I don't want to know. I prefer if actually no one I know listens or sees any of it. (laughs) And I think that's funny too, because I think, you know, while like there are similarities between the Audrey and Sarah on TikTok and obviously the one on the podcast, like, you know, TikTok is TikTok. And so I think it's funny when, and when that happens, I'm like, oh gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we struggle with getting support from our hometown friends. Mm, okay. Did you guys ever have this issue or feel like you had this issue from your friend group or college friends or anything like that? Like about the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. I like, <laughs> I, because we were talking about such vulnerable stuff, I kind of actually didn't want people I know to listen to it. Um, like I did as far as like wanting their support and everything. And I did appreciate that, but I don't know. There's a certain part of me that like would prefer to be able to like have the conversations with them in person yeah. and get to like, it's, um, it's stuff I'm putting out into the public, into the world. So obviously like it's information that I, it's not like I don't want people to have. Um, but I would prefer to just like actually have the conversation with them. But I think we've been really lucky in how supportive everyone has been. It's been like actually crazy how many like random acquaintances have kind of come out of the woodwork and been like, Hey, I'd listen to your podcast. I really like it. So I think we've been like, uh, I think, really surprised and like it's it's been so cool how supportive people have been yeah we've been really lucky and I think like obviously you know releasing stuff on social media I think like the first thing you think about is like what people are gonna think about it Mm -hmm. and you know I imagine there's people that like acquaintances from high school that are like they're like these fuckers that are like those girls what the fuck are they doing um they think they're so cool (laughs) luckily we haven't had any encounters with them um so sometimes I do think about that, but yeah, luckily everything I feel like with friends and family has been like pretty supportive. And I think also like for me personally, like I mentioned earlier, I was going through a really rough period mentally, like at the end of college and right after college. And so in a lot of ways, the podcast has given me something to look forward to to be excited about to be creative about and to put like my love into yeah and I think like people have seen that from like like especially my parents I think they see you know like oh you're excited about something you're excited about life and and whatnot how have your guys's like friends reacted you said like it's been a little bit tough um I wouldn't want to make it all sound bad like we definitely have a group of people who if we're a couple hours late on posting, they're like blowing us up. Like, where's yeah. the video? <laughs> yes. Yeah. People want to listen. But like, there are times where I also, and I think it's because we're like really hard on ourselves. Like, yeah. as much as we, this is something fun and therapeutic and we love hanging out and just talking, we put a lot of hard work into it. So you kind oh, of, wanna, yeah. like, when there's a video not doing well, or you spend extra time on a podcast and you're like, damn, like not that many people saw 
sometimes it's easy to kind of like get your feelings hurt. So yeah, maybe a hundred percent. You have to, or I could talk for myself. Maybe I have to worry less about if hometown people mm-hmm. are tuning in. But it, it's definitely hard because when you care about something, like you want the people around you to be supportive of it. Yeah, and we 100%. grew up in a very very small town. So mm-hmm. yeah, we graduated with like two hundred people in our class. Like, okay, I same here. I grew. I graduated with like two fifty. Okay, so yeah. you understand, and and with, we're still living in the same yes, town. Yes, we're still living in the same town. We didn't. <laughs> no, get, same. Yeah. Literally, I literally <laughs> identical lives, and it's so crazy because like a bunch of people like for, like are living still in the town because we're so close to the city. So like, why pay city rent? Yeah. Um, and I'll just like see people like walking around town, and I'm like. Hello. <laughs> I went to boarding school and uh so don't really know anyone in my town. Um really? I yeah. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I have like a lot of family friends, but like I'm actually I think I'm closer with more adults in my town. I mean I get we're technically adults, but like actual adults than I am like people our age. Yeah. Um I'm sure there's people in my hometown who know about it, but I don't interact with them enough to have any concept of what they think. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like having that community and definitely never going away to college and being able to expand your friend group a little bit more, you can tell that there's people out there judging or... yeah. 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 I've definitely thought about it. I'm like, I wonder what people think. <laughs> yes. We got our first like hate comment this morning and she's like, I like we met up to obviously record and she's like, did you see it? I'm like, is it from someone we know? And she's like, no, it's a random account. I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah. yeah. If someone I knew commented something mean, like I'm from a pretty small town as well. I I would get my mom and all of her friends yes. on it. Oh, uh, yeah, if you're yeah, gonna yeah. be a bitch to me, I'm coming for you. <laughs> and it's no, I feel that we had a TikTok video that like did very well, and it was exciting. But there's also with something doing well on social media, there does come hate from it, and it's and it is it's overwhelming because it's like these random people that are making like assumptions about you, and you're like that's not how it is it's also like kind of funny because it's like why do you care i just like don't understand like it takes effort like why are you going out of your way to some say something mean to someone you don't know and who doesn't affect your like why do you care why is it worth your energy like that's sad for you that it's worth your energy (laughs) to go and be mean and like people made like a couple people made comments about our weight and i'm like Really? That's how you want to spend your day? Bullying yeah. two girls you don't know on the internet? People live for it. It's like they That's lame it. for you. Like, I know. I can't even imagine at like the like you know people who have like millions of followers. Oh, like right. I can't imagine like that sort of, you know. Yeah, we just deleted it. We were like yeah. <laughs> We yeah. can delete you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like I'm reporting them right now. I was <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I don't need this energy no. block, delete, like, goodbye. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> we went through a period where obviously there's three of us and yeah, happened and Alexis was living in Hawaii. Angelina found out she was pregnant. I was opening <laughs> yeah. a restaurant. So we took like a good month off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think we all kind of needed that time to, I don't know, when you're doing something every week and you have a million other things going on, 
I feel like we were all kind of losing like a creativeness okay. yeah. and like just like simply wanting to sit down and record. Um, so that time off definitely got us all feeling creative again. And we were so excited to um, kind of start like a new season with our podcast. Yeah. Um, I Have you guys ever experienced anything like that? And if so, like, what do you kind of do when you're feeling uncreative? I I don't feel like we've had a super issue with uncreative, but we have had weeks where like the episode goes up late. And I think like we've both struggled seriously with mental health at different points. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the nice thing is that we're really open with each other about that. And yeah. I think neither of us are ever going to be angry at the other one for like, hey, things are bad in life right now. And also like as much as this is something we really care about and like there are some people who like really look forward to the episodes on Tuesday like it's not going to be the end of the world if there's not an episode like taking I would rather Sarah take good care of herself and like take the day or two if she needs it than have us get an episode up on the right day yeah um and so I think just a lot of it has been like trying to really practice as much kindness to ourselves as we would to one another yeah yeah I agree I think there are like we care about this so much and I know like for myself there I put pressure on myself sometimes to like you know be the best show up in a way xyz um and I think I'm learning as I get older that like pushing yourself is not like there's a healthy way to push yourself and there's a really unhealthy way to push yourself. And a lot of my life, because like perfectionism and whatever, I will just push and push and push and push. And then I burn out and like, can't do anything for like months. And so I am trying to stop that habit and like really try and find a balance. And I think it comes in, in this as well. Like, again, like it is just a podcast episode, like health, whether it's mental or physical, I think like should totally come first. And then like, as far as creativity, I find that like, if there's ever roadblocks or whatever, I get really inspired by like watching other people. Like that's why I love TikTok so much because I'm constantly being fed other people's creativity and getting to see what people do. And I think that inspires at least me a lot in, in, in terms of our content Um, Like I'll look at how somebody else is doing it and being like, how can we put our own spin on this? And I think that's really, really cool. Um, And just spending time, like as weird as it sounds, like scrolling and, and coming up with ideas, whether, you know, sometimes we'll have ideas that work great. And then sometimes Sometimes they don't don't work at all. And it, and it does, it really does suck when you're like, I think this is going to be so good. And it just completely flops. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think those are like the two things. And also like we, in our like podcasting schedule, like we took one week off from um, releasing in the summer and we're doing that again, like when Christmas time comes around. So sort of like making sure we're building in those times of rest and rejuvenation. And like making sure that like to keep it fun for ourselves. Yeah. Like I think if it reaches... Like, sort of, like, like we were both in theater, and people would always say, like, if you don't love it, don't do it. It's not a career that's worth doing unless you really love it. And I think, like, we'll keep doing this as long as it's still fun for us and we're still yeah. enjoying it. Yeah. Um, like the Kardashians said. Did you, did you guys watch the Kardashians? They were always, like, about their show on E! They were, like, 
you know, like as long as every single family member like wants to keep doing this, then we'll keep doing it. <laughs> the Kardashians are like my guilty pleasure. Like I'm so like I can't believe how much time I spend watching them, but I can't stop watching. It's oh, so- I love it. I love it. Are you watching like the new show on Hulu? Yes. 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 It's so good. Different, but good. That and the Real Housewives. Love. Spend way too much time. (laughs) I feel that. I used to watch a lot of The Housewives and recently I feel like it's not as good as it used to be. So I've been taking like a break, but I love like Summer House um, and Below Deck. I watch a lot. So. Good (laughs) shows. I know. I love reality TV. Always. (laughs) Um, so because you guys have like the New York City experience and I feel like it's so different than Philly, um, we're going to play a little questionnaire about New York City. Ooh, okay. Um, so your favorite or least thing about living in New York City or being close to New York City? My favorite thing is how much there like is like we when we were in school in North Carolina we were in a very like rural area and there was just like not really anything um and anything that there was was a decent drive away and I just love how much there is to do and like I love being able to walk everywhere my least favorite thing is like I don't know seeing like an adult man just take a shit on the sidewalk (laughs) I can't (laughs) cannot like that's not great (laughs) yeah I would definitely say least favorite and like I obviously have I don't live here but I've been coming in basically like every day most of my life or most days of the week for most of my life um least favorite is definitely like the safety sort of things like I used to be able to ride the subway without a care in the world and now like you know crimes have been going up in the subway and it's very anxiety ridding for me and just like general like safety things that are just things that creep me out like yesterday I was on the subway and this man just like would not stop looking at my boobs and I was like dude like this is so creepy and uncomfortable like what I'm just staring back at them as long as it's like not nighttime and there's other people on the train so it's not a situation that's unsafe yeah I'll just stare back I I hate it actually when they like look and then look away and then look back I'm like either commit stare at them or don't make a choice (laughs) yeah it was during rush hour I ended up just like literally turning myself around because I was like this is so weird um but my favorite thing is probably the food I am like such a foodie and I love going to new restaurants I love like trying different things and it can get expensive, but it's, I truly just like love it. It's one of my like favorite things to spend my money on is like food. <laughs> I've seen these videos on TikTok and it's um, people like apartment hunting in New York City. And it's something yeah. like I've never seen before. There will be like a tiny, tiny little apartment and people are like circled the staircase waiting to go. In yes, the- yeah. waiting to go see. Well, that's another thing. Well, it's such yeah. a big thing. Yeah, that's yeah. another thing that's There's not the best been, about the city is how freaking expensive it is. There's also <laughs> been like a lot of crazy housing things in the past couple of years. It's caught like the past like four months have been kind of hectic. It's finally calmed down a little bit, but I got really lucky with my timing and the fact that I was able to renew my lease because God moving this summer would have been a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. The housing market is crazy right now. Yeah. When I saw the people literally lined up on the stairs, I was like, 
Oh no, it's God. crazy. When, when I was moving here, TikTok knew and put me on the everyone looking for an apartment in New York City TikTok. And it was just like endless videos of girls crying. And there was literally, I would see people looking at apartments that I had looked at and it was so hectic. Uh, I literally, I'd been looking in the Upper West Side and then I randomly decided to look at in Chelsea because I had a friend who lived here, looked in one apartment, literally sent in my application that night. Like literally looked at it, immediately went and sent in an application. Um, yeah, that's kind of how you have to yeah, do it. Yeah, you like, gotta just go. All the stories I've heard, it's like you almost have to like, like walk in and be like, "All right, this is the place yeah. for me," and like sending your application. Like it's it's so crazy. Um, that is not something I'm looking forward to. Like when I finally do move here, because I know me and it's gonna stress me the fuck oh, out. And guarantors, but... <laughs> there's so much paperwork. My parents are my guarantors, and because they're from Massachusetts which is a state that apparently just is not, is very friendly to the rent tea. Uh, my parents have to have guarantors. So it was just like endless paperwork. I, I can't even imagine. I, I would know. freak out. No. I know myself. I wouldn't be able to handle it. My stress levels would be all the way up there. <laughs> yeah. I, I can, I know. Like watching Audrey's friend Julia go through oh, it, God. I was just like, terrible. I can't, I like, I feel like cannot, like I'm stressed for you. Like, <laughs> so many of the places she saw did not even have a full fridge. They had a mini fridge. Oh, I couldn't imagine. For like a three bedroom apartment. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it's wild. She'd be crazy out here. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, New York City is known for celebrities, I feel like. Yeah. So have you guys ever met a celebrity or seen one just walking around? I walked right past Emma Chamberlain like a week ago. Oh my god, that's yeah. kind of iconic. I didn't. Oh no, wait, you told me this. Let's I did, I, but I I forgot to for a while. Yeah. But yeah, no, she was. I walked right past her, and I was like, cool. Um, <laughs> I have seen Ariana Grande when she was like young, like in the red hair phase, like when she was on Nickelodeon. Oh, wow. So it was a while ago. Also, when I was younger, I had tea that right next to. Um, Katie Holmes and Surrey Cruz, which is like what Tom Cruise's ex-wife, ex-wife and daughter. Um, and then yesterday I go to a nail salon that is on the Lower East Side. I literally drive into the city to get my nails done because I'm that extra. Um, but this this nail artist works with a lot of like famous influencers in New York. And yesterday or the other day I was going to get my nails done and the person right before me was Tasha from The Bachelorette. <gasps> yeah, I know. That's so fun. Um, I literally was like, because uh, I uh, back when Tasha was on The Bachelor and Bachelorette, like loved it. So I was like kind of like starstruck. Um, even like seeing influencers that I like love watching, I'll get like a little starstruck. Um, I passed John Oliver, which for me is a big deal. Um, I love John Oliver. <laughs> I, yeah, but I think like yeah, it's yeah you can really walk past like anybody here at any time. Like even people you know. Like I was telling Audrey before, like we started recording today. There is this um, graphic designer we've worked with, and she does stuff for the podcast gals on the go. And we interviewed her. Um, and I was getting lunch the other day during my internship, and she was just right there. And we were like, "Hey, <laughs> you know, it's crazy how small of a of a place it can be at times." Yes, I used to love. Well, I still do. Um, the podcast caller daddy. Oh yeah, yeah, love in New York, and they would always, you know, talk about like how they would just casually see people when they were out. I'm like, I can't imagine. I would be 
the obnoxious person like fangirling can I have a picture <laughs> see I'm the I think I'm the opposite and I'm like I get so I don't like bother I them. get so nervous to bother them even though like a lot of people want you to bother them because it, it like that is the only way that they can actually connect with their fan base like at least like influencer type people mm-hmm. because all they do is on social media like I think a lot of people do want you to say something but I, I get too nervous like I wanted to be like oh my god Tasha from The Bachelorette but I got too <laughs> nervous <laughs> like I don't want to bother <laughs> I'm also pretty lame I it, I know a lot of friends who see more famous people than I do but it's because they uh like go out and I don't yeah I, I'm not a huge clubber I'm no. more of a bar girl but I have like a couple friends I'm not that sure I've really I've been to a club I think once in my life maybe I'm That's very lame my mom in high school was yeah, worried at how little I heard wait what'd you say that was our next question club or bar oh, club or bar, bar. Yeah, definitely more of, like, I like a bar that has some sort of, like, dance floor type of a thing. I think with the clubs, the thing I don't like is, like, having to wear, like, a very nice dress and heels. Because in New York, to, like, get into a good club, you have to dress very well. Like, I was reading this, like, one article about, like, some of the best clubs in the city. And, like, so, like... I don't love this, but so much about like getting past the bouncer is like what you look like and like your outfit and all that kind of stuff. Um, I did have a very cool club experience when I was in high school. I was literally 17 years old and I went to One Oak with one of my friends and we got in and the whole Yankee team was there that night. So that's my only cool club story. (laughs) I have really bad hearing, so... I'd rather just like I like I didn't even really like parties that much in college. I'd rather just like us go somewhere and like get a drink or maybe even just have someone over and cook dinner. I've gone really into making uh, homemade pizza dough. I'm again lame. My mom was worried in high school about how little I partied. I <laughs> <laughs> was up drinking her wine till three a.m. I know Literally. she's living life. <laughs> the most I drink is with my family. The first time I blacked out was at. Thanksgiving with my family. (laughs) What is your um, go-to drink when you're, when you're out or cooking at home? Audrey's like, Sarah knows. Yes. Mm -hmm. So when I'm at the bar, I will get like a Tito soda with a splash of pineapple juice. That is my go-to drink at a bar. Um, If I'm at a restaurant, like a, I love an Aperol spritz. That's kind of like, I feel like that's like, I always have to start with like a spritz or some sort of like vibe like that. And then I can get into like vodka. So yeah. I love a Paloma or like a Rosé. I'm in my stoner era right now. So that's what I've been doing more. (laughs) I miss everything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, damn. So after a long weekend of just being out and living in your 20s, what are some things that you'll do on a Sunday to kind of prepare yourself for the upcoming week after a long weekend? Cold ass shower. Yeah. Try and rinse off that hangover. Um, I feel like lately I've been in this stage where I really need my room to be like clean in order for my brain to function. Um, I yeah, I spent many years like in college, like being an absolute mess. And recently, like I cannot function unless my room is a little bit like tidy ordered. So usually I'll find myself doing that. Um, 
trying to honestly spend some time off of social media has been sort of a priority of mine now come of Sunday, just because so much of like what we're doing is on social media. Um, trying to think if there's anything else. I love a face mask. I mean, what can a face mask not fix? <laughs> I'm really close with my family, um, but I don't get to see them super often living in New York. Um, and I have a niece and a nephew who are younger, um, who are eight and nine. Um, and I, I really love them. And so I'm the youngest of all of my siblings. Um, so I'm actually closer in age with my niece and my nephew than I am with my oldest sister. Um, so they're like kind of the closest I've ever had to like little siblings um, or younger siblings. And so I like to call home and like get to chat with them and my sister and my parents um, and just see how everyone's doing. And it's fun to hear whatever random stuff is happening in my hometown. My parents have been moving and redoing this house. So it's been cool to get updates with that. Um, and I find it just like helps me feel grounded. That's awesome. I feel like Sundays when you can take the day to yourself and do something that like you really enjoy, it kind of starts your week off on such a good Best. foot. Yeah, yeah. Like you're more prepared to go into whatever Monday has, <laughs> has uh, ready for you. No, I feel that. And I feel like it's uh, like right now I have the privilege of like on Monday I work remotely. Um, so it's been like nice to like ease into the week. Um, cause Sunday scaries are definitely a thing and I definitely struggle with them. Like no matter what, like I, even if I'm not drinking, I still get this like anxiety about the week to come and, and whatnot. So I get that. We did a whole podcast on Sunday scaries. No, so us too. Me. Us too. Cause it's so freaking scary. real. They are. They are. It's so real. Um, and today it's nice because like last night I didn't go out. So I'm not, I'm not hungover, so I feel like I'll have a good, like, Sunday, but most Sundays, like, I'm sort of tired or hungover because I went out the night before, and those Sundays are definitely tough. Like, they're hard. So, getting a little into your personal life. Yeah. Just a couple questions. Just a couple questions. For sure. Yeah. Um, are you guys single or taken or complicated? <laughs> I'm deeply and utterly single <laughs> and horrible at dating. <laughs> horrible at dating. Um, I'm taken. My partner is named Olivia. We've been together for over two years now. Um, yeah. So that's my oh, dating that's status. Awesome. It's funny for me that her partner is named Olivia because my name was Olivia and it yeah. does confuse yeah, everything. We listen, we listen to a few uh, podcasts like, when we can because I feel like our life's just hectic um yeah <laughs> we did really listen and I was like oh my gosh that's so weird how you did that yeah it is like, weird the older I get the more I'm like that was crazy of me to like, know I never like thought about that as a kid like oh my name's this I don't know it's just I wanted to change it since I was a kid and I don't even know really why I've now like reached the point where like I like have told the story so many times for so long that I've just gotten kind of lazy at it. And so when people ask, I'll now just be like, I don't know. I felt like it. (laughs) (laughs) And it doesn't come up that often because not that many people call me Olivia anymore. So I'm actually really excited about the prospect of just like blowing someone's mind several years into the friendship when they find out. And Oh, when I get married causing just utter chaos. (laughs) 
I'm excited for that. <laughs> no, I think it's super cool. But at first, I was like a little confused. I was like, wait, is there is there three of them? And then I'm like, wait, and then I'm gonna go back. I'm like, no, no, okay, she changed her name. <laughs> I've confused everyone. Yeah. Uh, and I did it voluntarily. I made everyone, including my own life, harder cuz. Who cares? They're happy. Uh, yes. Who? Yeah, exactly. See, yeah. the thing is, actually, I mean, Audrey when we started auditioning for college your name was on Facebook like when I think I saw you on Facebook your name was still Olivia but then you know we got to school and your name was Audrey so I never thought like twice about it so I've only known Audrey as Audrey and it's interesting to meet people in your life that have known you as Olivia or like whatever and then my partner being named Olivia I'm like you are just so far from Olivia <laughs> you know I'm like it's like your name fits you yeah it's Audrey. very fitting Thank you. Olivia just never felt right. Like, actually, everyone in my high school called me O-Flo. That was my nickname. I don't know if you guys uh, on TikTok know Chris Olsen. Um, He's always with Megan Trainer nowadays. Oh, um, yes, yes. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so I went to high school with him. He was we were friends in high school, so he's actually the one who gave me that nickname. And shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, it was my calculator username, and Chris was like, "Oh, that's funny," <laughs> and started calling me Oflo. And it reached the point where I was my class's senior class president, and I ran as Oflo. Like when I was greeting new students, it said Oflo on it. And I did have a parent who was like, oh, that's a very unique name. Is that like Scandinavian or something? And I was like, sure. it's a calculator username. So no. <laughs> sure. Is that a hard adjustment for your family? They still all call me Olivia. I've never asked them not to, but they also were all like, well, never not. My dad very sweetly did actually, he didn't tell me about it till after he'd already changed it back, but he changed my contact to Audrey. He didn't tell me he did this till afterwards. And he was like, I'm really sorry I changed it back because I, he kept going to try and find me and couldn't find me in his contacts. Yeah. Um, and I was like, if anything, that was the one place you didn't need to change it, Jeffrey. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I never asked them and they've like, my mom's gone pretty good at like code switching. And like, it's now been a thing for so long that like, and I like openly tell everyone. So like, I don't, I think it's just one of my, my charming little quirks that makes me so unique. It is. It's a cool story. <laughs> it is a cool story. It is a little psycho though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys on a couple episodes, um, you do talk about your sexuality. So yes. when did you actually both come out as bisexual? I like kind of came out in the beginning of high school to one of my friends and she went, I don't think you are. And I went, you're probably right. And so, <laughs> then, so then I went back and then a couple of years later, I was like, wait, no, I think I was right the first time. Um, I never formally came out to my parents. They found out because I was home for Thanksgiving break, my junior or senior year of high school. And I was like, okay, bye, I'm using the car. And they were like, where are you going? And I was like, I'm going on a date with Skylar. And Skylar was a girl who lived in the same dorm as me. And they were like, okay. Again, I'm the last of six kids who are relatively gay. So like, it didn't really phase anyone. Um, <laughs> yeah. I came out um, September of 2020. Um, I had uh, like, so Olivia and I met when we were younger um and so we had like rekindled and whatever and I was like if we're gonna do this like I gotta like tell people in my life like I'm, I don't want to do the behind the closed like closed door thing 
Um, and so that's when I came out to my friends and my family. And then I made like a public post on my Instagram about it, like in March of 2021. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Do you feel like living in like such a diverse city has made you more confident about this? A hundred percent. I mean, there's, there's spaces that we can go to that like, we you know that are not like straight bars that we can like you know feel comfortable and I think it like just makes me feel like I'm not like quote-unquote abnormal I think that's something I've like really struggled with in coming to terms with my sexuality is just like feeling like abnormal or like yeah like not the norm and going to spaces like queer spaces where you know like I can feel comfortable with my partner or just like being comfortable with my friends like I definitely think it's it's super helpful and it and it obviously helps having like a, su- a supportive family and supportive friends um so I'm very lucky to have that because I know that that is a very big privilege yeah yeah like uh we went to school in North Carolina and like as much as like not to like stereotype but like there would be more risk of something like I I probably if I'd been dating I only dated one person in college and it was a guy but had I dated a girl I probably wouldn't have been as like public with my affection like when I'm like walking around as I was with the guy I dated because like you just don't super know whereas like here it's not going to be an issue or at least significantly less likely to be um and yeah again I think a big deal has been like queer spaces because even though I've been out for a long time like I I think I always like there is sort of like this concept in media of like a predatory lesbian and I think I was always sort of afraid of that and so I would never even let myself have a crush on a girl unless I already knew she was gay because I felt like somehow like that I would like disgust them or like weird them out if like someone was straight and they found out that I had a crush on them and so like it's nice to be able to go to queer spaces and like know like if I hit on a girl she's not gonna like punch me in the face not that I've ever had anyone punch me in the face but like she's not gonna be like you you disgusting monster and run away (laughs) I just wanted to commend you both because that is such a big deal to come out on especially like on your platforms of having a podcast and social media you guys have a ton of followers so that's like a really um great thing that you guys are so openly like able to discuss it because I'm sure it helps so many people listening oh yeah yeah it, it was uh, like I've always been or not always but since the start of college I intentionally was very loud about my sexuality because I didn't really realize that was an option um until one of my friends in high school was like oh yeah I'm bi I'm, I'm attracted to just all genders and I just really didn't even get that that was an option and so I was just always really loud because I like just seeing someone else yeah Yeah. like to know that like that's an option yeah yeah I feel like it's been really cool to like get to connect with people on social media who are also in the queer community and I think for the both of us another big part in why we started the podcast and wanted to be in this space is that there are not a, a ton of queer like um podcasters and especially like there's so many stereotypes of like what gay people should look like. And I think it's something that I've struggled with is that like, when you look at me at first glance, like you wouldn't guess that like I'm bisexual and 
just like having a space for like um, people that are more like femme um, or express themselves in, in a way that is not like stereotypical was also very important for us. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah, that is really awesome. Mm. Um, so one of our last questions, one of our very last, but one of them, um, where do you guys see yourself in five years? I think we'd both love if like this was a part of our job yeah Um, be very cool that is something that we both would really love to do and I think would be really exciting and I think like we'd both be really proud of um yeah I agree I think it'd be really cool like to be able to take this to like another level um because I do I love watching like other podcasters you know, who have made their podcast into something more. Like, I think it's so cool podcasts that like get to do these live shows where you really get to see your audience in person and do like a live podcast or you're working with brands or, and stuff like that. Like that's would be very cool, especially like right now I'm doing this internship and I, and I'm thankfully learning a lot. And so I'm hoping that whatever I learn there, I can like apply to like what we're doing because I think like it would be so cool to have this as a part of my career. Um, and I just, I hope to have my own apartment in the city. That is honestly all I want. <laughs> and I get to decorate it, you know? Oh, I love decorating. Yes. <laughs> I we say that whenever we go shopping, I'm like, I can't wait to have my own place. Like to put my own. Literally. I love decorating so much. Like just such a little nerd about it. I literally like, I do this with both clothing and now like furniture and home decor, but I'll create like these Google Drive, yeah. or these Google uh, Docs like twice a year where it's just like creating, like I literally actually pulled a uh, PDF of a room layout of a New York apartment that I just thought was gorgeous and literally went and like edited in like little furniture of how I would arrange everything. Um, like one of those crappy online games we played as a kid. Um <laughs> Cause I love it. And I want to be able to buy like, a like I want to have like a legit bed frame. Like I, uh, yeah. With like a headboard. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Fancy shit. I can't wait one day to get to decorate my own space. I love it. Who doesn't love it? Yes. <laughs> and I love getting to like make my space very much my own. Like I have a disco ball hanging. Um, oh. and it's so stupid, but it brings me so much joy That's and great. the light reflects off of it. And it's so pretty. Um, so I love finding just like weird little shit. Per. Period. Per. Uh, <laughs> life. Literally uh, me the entire podcast. Per. Period. <laughs> so we don't know if you guys are um, really into sports or like keep up with it. Phillies. But- <laughs> <laughs> Phillies are now in the World Yeah, they're in the World Series, series right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you guys probably hear it. I feel like everyone does. Everyone knows Philly fans are diehard fans. crazy. Yes. Yeah. Crime climb the poles. Yes. They yes. greased the poles, yes. but people yes. still climbed the them. Poles will, will do it. People will tattoo them. Like my dad has a whole sleeve on his leg of tattoos no of the different Philly teams. Like you. Y'all make Boston seem low key. <laughs> it's next level. It's next level. But. Being in the city, and I feel like there definitely are fans in New York that are crazy, but <laughs> do you guys have, like, a preferred team, like Giants or Jets? 
Okay, so I feel deeply, uh, this is something I've agonized over. Um, oh, gosh. The agony. Is, <laughs> um, so I'm from Massachusetts, so I'm a Red Sox fan. And oh, the enemies, the, the the sworn enemies of the Red Sox are the Yankees. Yeah. Um, so I want to go to a baseball game in New York, but if I go to a Yankees, I can't go and root for the Yankees. So I'd want to go to a Red Sox versus Yankees game, but I've heard it's a bad idea to go to a Yankees game as a Red Sox fan (laughs) in New York. Um, So I don't want to get murdered. So I don't want to do that. But if I was to go to a Yankees game, not against a Red Sox, I would have to by default root for the Yankees because I live in New York city, but I can't root for the Yankees because that would be betraying my entire home state. Yes. Um, so I guess I just need to go to the Mets, Mets game. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that's the solution. I just have to go to a Mets game. <laughs> I grew up as, because my dad was always Mets and Jets. So I always <laughs> Mets and Jets. I grew up Mets and Jets fan. My dad for quite a while had um, season tickets to the Mets game. So I was very, I used to go a bunch. And I actually, fun fact, went to the last game at Shea Stadium, which was the Mets old stadium. Um, And I went to actually, for the first time in a while, went to a Mets game this summer. I love baseball games. I think they're super, because I can understand them. Whereas with football, also zero understanding. Baseball games, I feel like are more about the experience and less about the actual sport. Yes, <laughs> which I like is a pro in my book. I, uh, but I do support the Patriots. Uh, but I, uh, oh, I'm one of the Massachusetts. I'm one of the Massachusetts people who uh, people are very divided. I have people who still support Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady's a fucking traitor. Um, and I don't follow sports at all, but I'm mad at him. Um, I think the only people left in the entire world who like Tom Brady were Patriots fans, and then he fucking left. So I'm like, nah, fuck this bitch. And Giselle's leaving him too. She I know she it. ruined she's wow. with us. I know he ruined that marriage. He uh, said, uh, she... "Yeah." So I think he's a little bitch. But I still root for the Patriots. I don't think we're doing well right now in sports. But I feel like the Massachusetts teams swing high and swing low. We either do really well or absolutely awful. Yeah, Philly's doing so well right now between like our football team, the Eagles, and the Phillies, that people are like unwell. Like it's oh. Yeah. <laughs> We don't know how to act. Oh, it's so bad. Like, right now, there's probably, like, 30 of our friends tailgating the Eagles game. And I, like, actually was so relieved that we had this today. Because, like, I didn't have to do <laughs> <laughs> I heard it's crazy. There is this, we interviewed this guy. His name is Bran Flakes um, on TikTok. And he's in Philly. And yeah. he literally posted on his Insta story and was, like, like, how dare the Phillies like be like during Halloween weekend also be in the world series. Like everybody is so unwell. It's so funny that like you guys brought this up because when I was younger, we fit, we, my family and I visited, you know, Philly do all the American history things. And we went to a game and we were like in Mets shirts, bad idea. These these guys, and we were kids. These guys started like yelling at us. They ended up getting kicked out because they were literally like swearing at like, Children. <laughs> like children but it's so funny you brought this up because that was my only experience with like Philly's yes no they don't they don't give a fuck like no I mean, Philly's where Gritty is from right is that his name Gritty yes yeah yes yeah I love him kind of the energy I'm trying to bring to everything yeah no he's literally a he belongs in a horror movie I think <laughs> when I first saw that I'm like 
Who created this? <laughs> you know, so much money, time, layers of approval went into that. I don't even know what he is. Again, a demon. Yeah. Uh, but I love him. I think he's great. And I think, you know, I think he captures the the Philly energy. <laughs> <laughs> Not to make assumptions, but based on everything I know about Philly fans. No, that's us. I think they were the underdogs. And ever, no matter what, if we win or lose, our fans are diehard and scary. Die hard. <laughs> I just wanted to they end love. soon. Body cannot take it any longer. Yes. Phillies, <laughs> <laughs> Phillies, Phillies, Eagles, Phillies, 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 Eagles, Phillies. Like this is our every next single week day. For wow. everyone to probably go out every day. I bet. I mean, like, it sounds like so, like, the thing about, like, sports games for me is I just love the experience. Like, I love the drinking and the tailgating and whatever, but no, I could not do it every day. I'd be, I'd be dead. <laughs> You have a good excuse. Yeah, I have a good excuse. I just want yeah, to. You're like, yeah. I'm I still, good. I, I still go to the events because they're fun to, like, to be around. They're, it's a very I bet. Fun to be. And yeah. it's funny making fun of people, honestly, at the end of the day. Because you're like my friends. You're sober watching everyone just yes. like drunk. And it's not. It One of my friends like, doesn't. And I'm like. What are you One doing? of my friends doesn't really drink, um, and so she was here last night with like my whole family celebrating my cousin getting engaged, and we literally actually drank more bottles of wine than there were people, and she was just so sober, and we ended up playing Jackbox games, and I kept being like, why does Julia keep winning? And I'm like, oh, it's she's sober, and the rest of us are like borderline blackout on wine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just have to get your opinion on the yeah yeah that was fun love sports <laughs> sports ball for life so baby yeah this, this has been so much fun so much fun no yeah. so Thanks much for fun having us. one of our favorites favorite collabs so far I would say yes oh thanks no we had so much fun it's so great to like connect with people through this like crazy podcast social media world and we're so happy to be here and like talk about the 20s and keep it real you know yeah, we're in New York and you got or you guys come to Philly we definitely yes. have yeah absolutely a hundred percent for sure I wouldn't come to Philly though wearing a mess or yeah don't wear no <laughs> will that is something I will not do ever again my dad did me dirty he's like let me put my children in Matt's shirts at a Phillies game and let's see how that goes makes for a good story Right. <laughs> for sure so to end it off can you give your guys social media links so everyone can know where to watch you and follow a hundred percent so you can find us on instagram at completely fucking clueless and on tiktok at completely f-c-k-i-n-g clueless and um, on spotify and apple music um just look up completely fucking clueless they do like star it out you have to like type in the full name for it to come up because they don't like swears <laughs> yeah and then on social, I'm just Sarah Alice Liddy at most places. I'm a.j.flowers on some places, audrey.j.flowers on other places. I don't know. Just Google Audrey Jean Flowers. I'll probably come up. <laughs> or uh, the other thing that comes up is a lot of obituaries if you look up Audrey Jean Flowers. Yeah, thank you again. It's been so much fun. Yes. Thank you, guys. Yeah. So everyone knows what to do. Follow us as well on social media. Make sure to like and comment. And don't forget, 
do what makes you happy since tomorrow isn't always promised. Bye.